What's up, Guardians? This is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting all the way from here to the Hellmouth. We are partying like rock stars here during this festival of the lost, getting our candy and having a good time with these headless ones, despite it being repetitive. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Hey, um, grandma. Man, poor grandma. Um, I still don't know who Carlos and Maria are, but <laughs> that's okay. It's, I was playing man. D1 the other day, and I'm like, oh, she used to sell shaders. Yep, and yeah, now she, she's she just, just now she's just here for the events, like yep. <laughs> but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, like um, this is the podcast all about SD two and all the great things about it. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio, and you can uh, listen to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, and Audible, Pandora, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever, or even on YouTube. If you like just watching a blank screen while you are on YouTube, that's cool. We appreciate you. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Cosmodrome Radio. So we would love to have you interact with us. Uh, but yeah, like we, we, we do this show because we love hey, having a good time. Uh, from there, my name is Panda the Paladin. Um, we are back in the swing of things with almost the whole cast. We almost had the whole cast, but we have one of the OGs here, which is great. But, but freaking Falcon had Wi-Fi issues, so maybe they might pop in at some point. But we have the OG and B Hunter in this motherfucker today. We have Prismatic. How y'all doing? I'm back. I'm not dead. dead. I, I promise. We even said you were busy. It's fine. Are you sure you're not a robot? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> bro! The audacity of people know. on freaking TikTok out here—that was—that was so rude. I I was gonna say like I I know that you guys have been saying like I'm not dead, but. My TikTok started to pop off. Like, I and mean, I've been telling people to listen to the podcast. I'm like, oh shit, they're going to listen to the new episodes. I'm not even in it. Like, <laughs> well, I'll be back. All I right, promise. No. <laughs> We're not going to give up on you. Oh my God. Um, but from there, we have the man who, for the, for the life of him, uh, just wanted to do a job so bad last night during a Deep Stone while we were teaching the raid leaders how to do Deep Stone. Uh, but just, had to sit down and just chill out and have a good time. It oh, was like, how you doing? I'm not used to when I whenever <laughs> we play Deepstone, I'm not used to like I'm always doing something in Deepstone, whether it be operator, whether it be suppressor or something like that. And it's like, wait, all I have to do is just be here and kill ads. What? Right, because like, we, like, we're, uh, because of what's going on uh, in the TWAB this week, we were like, screw it, we're going to make sure all the raid leaders know all every position, we're going to do every, we're gonna make sure they know every job, because certain jobs me and told just do every time and let people robot, but now everyone knows the jobs, everyone knows what they're doing, and it's very nice, but like, me and told we're having to just chill unless we had to play uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers and, and save it at the last second, because like, I know during, uh, Crypt security and Atrax, we had to finagle a little bit, but otherwise it was fine. So it Atrax, was Atrax. Atrax was a fine. Nothing bad happened at Atrax. It was just like Crypt security, a little extra damage. Oh, you know, but it, 
It was just like, like randomly. I'm undecided. They wanted to run eight tracks the normal way instead of the fuck it, (laughs) no brain Titan powers. Okay, but see, here's the thing: not every fire, not every fire team is gonna have four or five Titans that can just go yeet and bust eight tracks in the face. So either it's gonna be people with Nova bombs and Blade Barrage and Parasites. Or it's going to be a couple of Titans out at a good time. Now, granted, I will say what I thought was super funny was like the first time before we wiped, we hit um, a trap. Like, because me and Toll were downstairs as the backup people, and we saw like one parasite hit a tracks, did like, like, like a little chunk of damage. But then me and Toll both just yeeted at a tracks and did like almost the whole health bar. <laughs> I'm like, damn, <laughs> that's funny. So now, the run we actually like did it. There was like a little chunk left. I just hit him with parasite once, dead. Yeah, because I had to go upstairs with with the replication. I'm like, you know, Toll's got that. I trust him. It's fine. And then like the other team just drop real quick. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I did good. I trusted Toll. It's fine. <laughs> so I bought that new. That. I got the new parasite. Uh, oh yeah. Ornament that's for sale in the Bright Dust Shop. I'm it's not a fan fantastic. of it. I'm not a fan of it. It looks like a dragon. It's so cool. But it's supposed to be it, like, high fire- themed. I know, but I like. Eh. Eh. Is it bad? All I can oh think of is dragging these balls across your face. That's all I can That's think hilarious. of. That's hilarious. Dirty, dirty robot. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty robot. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, hold on. Before we continue, for anybody who doesn't understand this reference. I have been posting clips of my gameplay and trying to promote the podcast and everything through my TikTok. And I made some posts about Mental Health Awareness Month and National Coming Out Day that went what would be considered viral for my page. Like, they have 3,000-ish views each. Like, I've got a shit ton of followers. So it's like my little diet light version of going viral. And somebody decided to come in my mental health post where I was being, you know, vulnerable and honest about my some of my past struggles and tell me that and say that I was being fake nice for attention and that I'm a robot and you know cuz it's my cuz I I had written a script for myself because I didn't want to keep stuttering and stumbling and having to re-record things so I just had a piece of drawing paper and I had written out a script so it sounds scripted that's why it sounds that way He's just like, oh, yeah, your friends have told me that you're not as nice as you seem and blah, blah, blah. And just the, Wait, the fucking but, robot also just, has stuck. Who the fuck so. are you to make up some dumb shit like, I know your friends, you're a piece of crap. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, that's some dirty ass troll shit. Like, where you think if you the know Priz, you know that's yeah. not true. And it, we're just sitting here like, I'm going to laugh at you because you're saying some dumb stuff. And it's just like, okay, shut up. Right. So this this is the thing. When they said that, besides the fact that that just triggers part of my anxiety brain, I was thinking maybe they knew somebody that I was friends with and potentially nuked my friendship with before I got on medication because I was very emotionally unstable. And like I I've had a couple of fallings out with people where I could totally understand if this person knew them. And that was the only side of me that they had ever seen. You know, you're biased to what your friends tell you. That's just how people are. So that's what I had assumed. But I was like, wait, who did you talk to? Because, you know, I I am not who I was a couple of the years ago. The answer is no one. They just and, be an asshole. You know, talking to you. Talking. 
yeah, talking to you guys, everybody's like, there's probably not even actually a friend. They're just being a jerk. And I knew there was going to be potential for running into trolls and negative attention doing the podcast and trying to get, you know, more views on TikTok to promote the podcast and just this big roundabout thing. I knew that there was potential for negativity. I still ended up Which in my valid. feelings and feeling and like I do. Like, this is not a sponsorship whatsoever. This is not some bullshit that we concocted. Um, but I legit want to give a shout out to Guardians Mental Health, where like the, the like this is straight up just a nonprofit focused on helping like people who love video games and gaming in general have mental health resources. I will be putting their links in the the, the show notes because like we forget a lot of times not only because just video games are tend to be toxic as fuck because there's just bigoted people and horrible people in, in, like in the game, but also just you tend to hit levels of burnout. You tend to hit levels of just not knowing if you can handle things sometimes. And while we'll always be here as a safe space for people to the game and have a clan and do whatever and do whatever, or just to talk, but also we want you to know there are resources that can help you as someone who is in therapy and understands the struggles of like talking to somebody. It can be one of the most vital things in your life. So we'll definitely include those like that information in the show notes because not only do I have a lot of respect for that that, that uh, organization, just in general, I know the struggle, and we all know the fucking struggle at this point. Let's be real. So, yeah, I wanted to make that clear before we moved on. Um, also, before we move on, because things keep going sideways, and, and like and like in everyone's lives, uh, please, regardless of your beliefs, keep um, uh, uh, Mara Junot, do the, the current uh, voice actress for. Um, Ikora Ray in your like thoughts, prayers, whatever, like good, good vibes, good, just good vibes for like for for them because right now, like like they are going into well, they're in the hospital right now because of uh, multiple clots in their lungs, and that's some scary shit. So please be thinking of them currently because wow. And I like ever since a couple seasons ago during season of the Spicer when uh, she took over as the voice of Ikora, she, like, like they have done amazingly. So definitely, like think about them, have them in your thoughts, prayers. Like I know that, that the cliche thoughts and prayers don't do shit, but like have some good vibes. Damn it, <laughs> like, like, like 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 just do some, like that's that's what I want to say to that. Um, everyone is being so noisy today. Uh, <laughs> But you know, we're we're, we're gonna go ahead and, and hop into into the show here. Go for it. Hey, real quick, real quick. Shout out to everybody that was nice and supportive and commented and came for that person that was being shitty. I appreciate all of you. You know, Sun, Batman, all my friends from my fucking hometown that I didn't realize followed my TikTok and were commenting. Um, or and real life people that I know here where I live now that were reached like all of you were amazing. And Hell I love yeah. you. Thank you. That's all, all right. <laughs> so, well, the first thing we were thinking of going over from the TWAB is the Lightfall crafting, they're changing a bunch of stuff. Well, hold on, um, before we even get into that, the first thing I, I want to talk about is there's this because we're going to be talking more about PvP specifically next week, but something actually came up in regards to weapon disabling in terms of the Destiny community, mainly because of the fact that right now, when it comes to PvP specifically, there has been a great talk of Arbalist and Lawrence Driver specifically, not only because of their aim assist code and just the constant like lack of flinch whatsoever in their kit, where you can legit be shooting multiple crits at, at a player, and they can still just get a perfect headshot off 
with barely any effort. It has been a concern. And when um, uh, Cool Guy Games on Twitter came out, it was like, like, hey, um, what's going on with the, like these guns? We've been w- wondering about them for a while. Can, like, what's the chances that they will be disabled while they work while you work on these? And DMG came out and said, at this time, we are not considering a PVP disabled for these weapons. While we are aware of perceived balance issues and have some uh, changes actively be worked on flame Jameson's codes, we only look at disabling pieces of gear when they're impacted by severe bugs. Um, RE, when I say severe, this usually falls into the category of game breaking, if it ammo, progression blockers, friendly damage, things like that. So we hope to have additional information and future tuning in the, in the next in the next few weeks. Until then, uh, stay tuned for updates. And I appreciate them being honest in regards to this. And most people were being very respectful in regards to this. However, this isn't the first time in the realm of PvP where a subsect of guns or a gun will reign supreme. Because like sometimes it'll be because of a bungee bug or a mistake they make. And it has me like, why wouldn't you disable this? Why especially when not only is it like are these two guns on the head at the top of the trials report every week, but when now you've gone in with the newest patch and uh like enabled flinch for sniper rifles, but not for armalist and Lorenz. You, you you don't even have a counter towards those guns anymore in the eyes of certain players. Because I even made a TikTok about it uh, when it came to the sniper flinch changes. I believe that the, the changes made to snipers were really good, but Lorenz and Arbalist are just out here killing everybody. Not now, to mention, you got uh, the new Hunter chest piece that just lets people straight bot- one-shot body shot with Arbalist. That's just terrifying. Can I come in as someone from who doesn't play a lot of PvP? Sure. Would it be it? Would a reasonable fix be, hey, let's give linears the same treatment that uh, snipers got in the sense of they get the same flinch stuff as snipers? All that's what that's what that's what people are wanting is that like that that's the main thing. But but, but Bungie say we're not going to disable these guns in PvP. We're just going to let them keep running amok until we have a definitive fix for it. And that's what has people concerned. It's like, because if someone in PvP and who likes to run GMs, Arbalist is like on my loadout if there's anti-berry. It's just like, Arbalist is there because it's so effective at what it does. I don't want to see it get nerfed because then it's like, okay, my the gun I like to use for my top tier content in PvE, I have to go get a new um... I have to get a new. I have to find that new gun that'll do exactly what that does. But see, we wouldn't have that problem if Bungie would just develop two sandboxes because they right. say there's two sandboxes. But in reality, both of these, like they'll they'll make a sweeping change rather than making one change overall. Because the only, the only issue people are having is that Arbalista Lorenz will legit guarantee you full range of a one shot. Even if someone is day near ready to kill you with the amount of crits you're taking to the face, you still have perfect aim, perfect shot on them. And the reason why people are kind of concerned about them not disabling it is because not only do you have a situation right now with the sidearms where they 
um, said they were going to make these changes to Rangefinder and then buff sidearms overall to combat the Rangefinder changes. The Rangefinder changes didn't go out with the most recent patch. There was something where it just didn't get included with the rest of the grocery cart, and it didn't go out with, with, with the sale. So I know but, I've been mapping people with my rangefinder drawing. The thing is yeah. disgusting. And then you and then you had situations last season where they flat out said, yo, we accidentally doubled last word's power overall versus us cutting it in half. So until we can release a hot fix, we're just gonna let it run a buck. And that whole weekend of trials, you saw everything going to hell in a handbasket. Oh, I remember so, you were you you were not having oh, fun. Um, I quit. I legit quit that whole weekend because I was like, "What are you doing, Bungie? Why would you lo- why would you openly admit you messed up about a gun and then not turn it off?" Because that like it really tells me that like in certain situations you're willing to disable guns like Telesto and certain things like that. But when a gun is doing, well, yeah, yeah. But it's, on, <laughs> it's so. just like this. This kind of <laughs> concerns me. Where when there's literally outward outcry from casuals, from like streamers and content creators, from everyone going, these guns are a problem. Even the the high tier players are going. We're only using these guns because they're this powerful. We would go elsewhere and go back to our normal kits if these guns would be reined in. And that's what concerns me. So, like, oh, wh- can while I, I appreciate a, yeah. uh, a suggestion, sure. make Lorenzo a heavy <laughs> oh and God. give us Darcy as a special. You gotta get off this Darcy trade. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I I want that to with be something because it ha- it looks like it's so fun to use, and then it's just you try to use it, and it's just. Oh, like he le- oh shit, get out of here. He legit is just straight up like trying to make fetch a thing. Like, stop trying to make fetch a thing. <laughs> like, the other thing that I will never let die it's just a hard life and I will let this be known on the podcast and I will always be a defender of this gun, Borealis. That's Bo- yeah, Borealis is the hard life sniper. Like, Darcy's just a weird sniper oh. that like is randomly heavy for no reason and people. it's just like Toll wants it to be a thing so bad, and it's like, bro, stop it. Fine, if it's you don't okay. want Darcy as a special, then was it a D one character? Uh, no, no, it was not. It just came out during Red War. Can Can you give us? You're uh, not old. I'm old. I don't remember. <laughs> Whisper the Worm as a special, or Queen's Breaker as a special. Them. I don't even want Whisper. See, the thing is, I enjoy Whisper being a heavy. I just want Whisper to do a thing and be as powerful as um, Izanagi's. If you made Whisper as powerful as Izanagi's, I would use Whisper over Lanier's every day of the week. Like, I legit miss Whisper. I worked my ass off for Whisper. And then when I was trying to get the catalyst done, they went, hey, so we're just going to, like, get rid of uh, the whole mission for, like, five seasons and not make a workaround for your catalyst. And I'm like, huh? So I just had, like, a half... Com- I just had a half completed catalyst. With, yeah, it was so dumb. I got done like, I just had a half completed catalyst for like five seasons. It was horrible. But just in general, like that, that, that that's all that is. But I, but again, I, I do. Speaking as the D one vet here, if you've made Whisper of the Worm secondary and like kept it exotic and actually made it 
like returned it to its former glory, it would almost be like bringing Black Spindle yeah. to D two. Oh, makes sense. I, I don't know. I, I enjoy it being heavy, but I, I could like uh, lament to that if I needed, or relent to that if I needed to. Wait, Panda, did you? I did not. Did you get Black Spindle in D one? Oh. Yes, so I literally you know can what I'm go log about. onto my D1 character <laughs> and whip that gun out. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, I, it's it's on my hunter right now. So I can tell you that. For when sure. I switched over to PlayStation from from Xbox, like I had to reget. So I made a hunter because I said I played Titan for so long. I'm gonna go play a hunter, and so that's what I have on PlayStation. I. I could not tell you what mission to get that from. I just know that I went into that mission and my friends went, all right, when this happens, you're not going to go where the map tells you. You're just going to run. You're going to follow us. Just go. And I was like, I don't know where I'm going. They're like, just go with us. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And I I got kicked, like pulled through so many different missions like that, kicking and screaming. No idea what the fuck is going on because I was playing with all these you know, day one vets who are just like, well, yeah, let's go get this <laughs> stuff and then we'll raid. And it's all, all right. right. So like, um, before we does anyone else have to put on the on the Lorenz and uh Arbless then before we move on? Don't nerf my RB in PvE, please. Does, PvE. Does you, you have them be separate sandboxes, please, Budgie. Like don't give because, me something else that does that is capable of being anti-barrier like that. Wish Ender. Oh yeah, I forgot Wish Ender does that. Yeah, Wish Ender is kind of savage right now, actually. <laughs> it's pretty powerful in, in, in high in PvE. Because not only no. Okay, never mind. I am okay with. I forgot about Wish Under because I haven't ran. I've only run like three or four GMs this season. Well, they don't even need to nerf Arbalest to PVE. They just need to like fix it in PvP because you notice every time they try to make Arbalest be a thing in PVE, they don't pay attention to the ramifications of it in PvP. And that's what happened when they made it anti barrier and when they buffed it again. They just like said, "Oh well, we're not going to fix it in PvP," and it's just it's just slowly creeping up and creeping up. And now that there's different tools to go one shot, because first originally it was doing one shot body shots with uh, Loralee before before Solar three and then now with Gear Falcon, you have people just going one shot body shot coming out of Invis. So it's just they don't they're not paying attention to the fact that you have two different sandboxes. You can tune your weapons to be in two, like, in, in two different sandboxes, and that would fix everything. Like, like, like they're trying so hard right now to make a freaking Lord of Wolves a PVE weapon. How about do that with Arbalest? Nerf it in PvP, but let it be a god in PvE. That's all people really, want. Please, that's Just... all people want. So, yeah, from there we we, de- we definitely dive, dive into the Twab because the Twab kind of just smacked us in the face out of left field, and I was like, oh shit. Um, Toad, you want to oh. talk about the Lightfall crafting? Yeah, I want to talk about how they're changing the crafting system in Lightfall as a whole. They're adding, so they talked about some pain points in crafting and how they're going to address it. So you just want me to go from the top down? Sure, yeah. Like, talk, like, talk about, the, about, about the pain points specifically, because I feel like that actually matters a lot. So, one of the first things they said is deep set weapons are far too common, which leads to some confusion over the value in vault stress. So the way I think they're going to be fixing that is they're they're going to make it so that weapons that you can't craft are no longer going to Yeah, yeah. The, 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 they're basically going to make it so once you finish a 
pattern for something, it stops being a, a deep a deep site resident. So like, which I think is really good because not only does that like eliminate the need of oh, I'm in a raid. I'm trying to get a, a deep a, a crafted weapon for one specific weapon, but I keep getting red borders for guns that I already have crafted. It stops that. It stops that bad luck a little bit and makes it so you can hone in on the thing that you have left to get, which I really enjoy. Right. So they coming from that, they've the team the team at Bungie said in the near term we don't we do not want to give player we do want to give players a heads up. Starting in Lightfall, weapons that cannot be crafted will long, longer drop deep sight, which we said. And the whole goal of that is to reduce, uh, reduce deep sight weapon hoarding. But see, the problem, they're over here saying that, like, um, the need for, like, putting deep sight weapons at your vault, that way you have extra resident element on standby. The, the 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 way to rectify that is to, like, double or triple the max capacity Literally, of, of resident element. Just not not even a limited. Just make it like like triple the amount. Make it yeah, like make reasonable. Make it thirty thousand. Make it thirty thousand. Make it fifty thousand. Make it like make it like reasonable. That way people can like strive for it. Especially when you have these guns that need like eight thousand, ten thousand for their for their uh, enhanced versions to complete. And it's like if I want to have like two variations of a crafted weapon, like right now, I'm ha- I'm planning on two tarnished metals. I have to have two spider marines, one for PvP and one for PvE. Right. Especially, like, it sucks. Like, I'm having a rapid hit explosive payload for for one tarnished metal, and then I want to have one that has vault shot, because that perk is kind of nice, especially on a scout rifle. A yeah. scout rifle. That's kind of nice! Well, they said... So they said they're going to get rid of these weapons that you can't craft, like the throwaway bullshit you get that has deep sight resonant on it, even though you can't craft it. They're getting rid of that, but they also said they're going to bring in other avenues. Of Which that sounds kind of cool. Like currencies. you finish a strike or something like that, you randomly just get some resonant element. That's like a really cool idea. If we're being honest, I think I know what it's going to be. What? More bounties. I'm okay with that. And like, that's the thing. Like, like, like I'll be straight up. I'm not some like bounty grinding is a, is a crucial part of the game because we keep taking small things out. Like we're getting rid of the planetary materials. We're getting rid of this and that trying to simplify the grind We're the destiny is slowly becoming less and less of an MMO RPG because we're trying to make it so casual friendly and granted casuals make up a good portion of the audience. But even things like World of Warcraft and, and Final Fantasy fourteen and like uh, like different things like that have crafting systems, have training, have different things like that. But their economy still is able to have different like like earth, earthly materials, like currencies and stuff like that. Now I will say, rolling out weapon crafting with like six new material uh, like items was like like like, like the currencies was a little much. But that that I rem- that was a lot. That was absurd. Because I had like, like just come back and I was trying to figure out the whole like, okay, what do I need for this perk, that perk? And it was like when they announced that they were getting rid of all that, I was like, thank God. Right. Like it was it was too overly complicated. They didn't really explain it that well, and it made it a, like a pain point. But if you just have like bounties, you have planetary materials, you have things of that nature. That makes sense for your your like MMO light RPG game. That makes sense, but if you're like 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 so, it just 
it worries me that like if we start looking at things like like, like like bounties are crucial because it gives someone a reason to strive for hell when mod components were a part of the game as a way to buy mods going to Banshee and picking up your mod component bounties that made total sense and then they're like hey we're getting rid of mod components why oh because we're gonna make mods cost glimmer that's dumb like give us currencies that make sense don't take away things for no reason you know what i mean so the next pain point they had talked about is deep sight weapons must be equipped for full cur- currency extraction causing friction with loadouts so it's like see Ooh, I, I like that. I like, I'm okay. Like, I'm okay with just deleting it for the hundred and never having to touch another. Well, no, because what they're what they're saying here is they they hear the cries of the people who don't like having to change their loadouts just to gain residence, as in that like 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 they don't want like they're, they're basically trying to like enable a Pokemon EXP share where something can just sit in your inventory. And possibly level up versus you having to have it equipped, which that's stupid. That's how you're like you're trying to make the process lazy. But like the whole point of putting on the gun, using it to level up, using like now if it's already crafted and you can level up in your inventory, that I can I can possibly get behind. But in terms of having no, to like- get the deep sight residents done, you know, put that thing on. Get your kills with it. The whole point of crafting is to earn it, Big Flabbit. <laughs> like, well, they're not—they're not telling you to take it into top tier content. Go to a go to a location in No Brain for like fifteen right. minutes. You AKA get the shit done. Which they even talk about. They're like, "Hey, we want to give you more avenues to use besides Shirochi." And then my immediate response to that is, "You took one of them away. You took away the thrall way, which." To be fair, the throwaway would have been kind of like even more busted than Shirochi, but like because then they, like people just been there for hours, and people like PC players will like like macro to it, which I can understand that. Yeah, but like, but like, yeah, they do kind of need to think of more ways to like quickly level up the system a little bit. Yeah, but I like the idea of being able to put on like I've been working on one of the seasonal challenges to get a repute. Which is basically level up a gun to level twenty, and I've been just sitting here with my blood feud SMG, just grinding it out. I got, I'm at level fifteen now. I got five more levels to go, and it's like I'm actually enjoying this gun. It's kind of fun to use. <clears throat> so it's like I like being able to use that weapon and level it up, and then get to start slowly start enjoying it because I'm using it. It's the same thing with the Cavus Mini Tool. I used it so much that it's like one of my favorite weapons. I think that's one of the things they mentioned too is like they they wanted you to use the weapons so that you could get mm-hmm. feels for other things. That was the idea behind it, yeah. So So like they're they're, they're definitely looking into for lightfall, looking at all these different pain points and changing things. So like 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 they they want it to be a constructive system, but like their goals are like they want to look at these different things and be able to evolve it. Um, so, like, one of the goals they had is reduce the bad luck and weapon recipe unlocking, and the strategy they have behind that is provide opportunities within the crafting system to allow you users to... Uh, that's a big word. <laughs> Deterministically choose what weapon to target. That's a big word! That's not that big of a word, Tom. They expect... Yeah, coming from the communications major. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, so the, the reason why they were talking about all this is because they announced something that's coming this coming season, season 19. And man, when I saw this, I was pissed. And as I well. I am as well. Because they announced that they are introducing crafting to Deepstone Crypt, the raid. And what really set me off about this is that the, the majority of the community has kind of like um, unanimously agreed that crafting weapons from raids was a bad idea. And then Bungie's just like, here's boar. And it's like, what are you doing, Bungie? So if you like, didn't know, Deepstone raid weapons are now going to be craftable starting season 19. I just and, said that. Oh, that's like it for not paying attention. And like reading through the swab. Hey Bungie, I, I have a suggestion. Instead of doing that, how about you make it so that, you know, us players that are getting cock blocked by RNGs have a way to actually earn the weapons besides just having to grind the Well, thing and my thing about it is the reason why I'm kinda of mad about Deepstone and why I'm worried about the future of this like Vogue is that you have people who poured hundreds, and I mean hundreds, because I poured a lot of freaking spoils into the sniper rifle. Like a lot. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, I spoils into into this the, the, like, the, into these ladies. Like, these... I would if right, I had like, she, like like they can't even get the sniper rifle to drop for Raytrax. But it's like um, just in general, like like the, the amount of uh, spoils we poured into these previous raids, only for you to go, hey, they're craftable now. And it's like what? But also, we've already said, cra- like crafting weapons from raids cuts the the, the the hamster wheel that you want, the player retention, in half. We've said that Vaults of Glass not having crafted weapons makes the master uh, weapons viable and useful and worth your time. Now, granted, I will, I will put an asterisk by that. Bungie's out here saying that in Lightfall, they're working on a way to make it so master weapons have enhanced perks roll on them when they drop. Which that's kind of cool, but then we're in a, in a in like then, 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 then we're back to square one of what's better a weapon with enhanced perks that you can craft or a weapon with enhanced perks that you might be able to and then have a roll on with a depth with a depth mods. To, do you want a depth mods or not? That's right. basically what it's going to boil down to. And it's just and, like it yeah. the, if it gives if you want, for example, with Priz in their amazing, super awesome cataclysmic. If that had enhanced perks, that would be even better. Yeah. Especially because it's the one that I got. Like, so it just, it really concerns me. And like, imagine all the player retention Bungie has had for like the the past, I don't know, the past few seasons, ever since uh, Master of Multiglass came out, of every week every week it comes around as like the 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 hand cannon challenge for uh templar people doing lfgs getting people together to get fate bringer time loss one of the most heralded hand cannons of destiny where it used to be an exotic in d1 and it's still like what it's versatile for pve it's versatile for pvp you have all these people grinding for this one hand cannon and then you're going to be like, hey, so you know that perfectly great adept hand cannon you just grinded for? Uh, the original version is craftable now. And people are going to look at you sideways like, I'm sorry, what did you just say to me? And it, and it just it defeats the purpose of like 
all the work they've done the past like year and a half, two years. So I be, now I will say this deep stone crafting is good for newer players who haven't done deep stone and are coming in, in, into destiny and like finding out about the lore and want to go chase those weapons. But it, it really hurts your, your, your existing player base. I feel now, so like, yeah, I have one statement about this. Go who in their right mind wants to go craft a bequest? Like, I'm sitting here like, oh, cool, I can go craft a commemoration. I can get some... Because, like, I I have a, I got a commemoration role. Hey, man, if they made bequests worth my time, I still say I love the bequest sword's design. Oh, it's a great design. It's just a, a pointless sword. Because the same in the same DLC, they're like, hey, we're going to give you this the lament. I'm going to give you this amazing fucking sword. A pointless sword that they included in a recent... Which I thought that was so funny. Like, you're telling me Aramis went into the Deep Stone Crypt and grabbed this sword and came out and just has this on standby? (laughs) That was just... That was funny to me. I'm... It's like I have Rampage reconstruction on this roll, and that thing is, like, one of my favorite LMGs. I use it all the time. But here's just, my concern with specifically uh I mean cut you off though. Go ahead and finish before I go. I pop off. It's just a big clip, big clip, big damage, and it's just it's awesome. And it's a right, like re- so much stuff. Reconstruction has been one of those perks that like they said, hey, let's make auto-loading holster better. And it's just like I I love that about it. But here's my concern with something that they said in the TWAB where they talked about how they want to when it comes to w- with these weapons, we want to make we well like to freshen the perk pools. And uh, the uh, the senior designer Lee, uh, Lee Chris Proctor even talked about how they want to like update the perk pools for these older weapons. Our goal is to keep the most beloved combinations and drop the rest to make room for new perks. Now, here's my thing about that: if you like, you say beloved, but then there's been times with say the the the, the Dreamy City weapons or the Shadow Keep weapons where you legit just gutted. Beloved combos like Overflow Rampage off the Archaeologic. There was uh, you took Rampage off the uh, Loud Lullaby, but left Kill Clip for some reason. Like you, the, like there was the different changes you made to the Dreaming City weapon. So it's like it were, or, like and there's there's a lot of concern from just reprise. Look, look what you did to Mindbenders recently, where you said like this, this the what you did to Mindbenders goes directly against what Proctor is saying here. Oh, they're they want to keep the, the beloved combos, but get but add new things to it and get rid of the, the stuff you don't want. Mindbenders was gutted and it has nothing people want in it anymore. But then they're like, hey, we're gonna do this and keep beloved things. So if you see like say the succession sniper rifle, for instance, what what, what has come, come to be one of the best like like PVE sniper rifles for especially for people who like solo dungeons that thing has become god tier. If you see Domination reconstruction, if you see no like if you see reconstruction vorpal or reconstruction recombination, leave that gun. People are gonna be pissed because that combo has become vital for so many people for completing content. So. I, I, it, it just worries me a little bit that they're going to do this. Now, great, they're, they're not saying the, the the combos are going to leave your existing guns, which is cool, cool. I, I I appreciate that, but I'm just a little worried. And I, I so I don't know, um, Chris, how you feeling about all this stuff, right here? 
I I don't I don't fucking understand where their mind was bringing deep stone crafting, <laughs> <laughs> bringing the deep stone weapons to crafting when yeah, like we've been saying, you know, crafting raid weapons was a bad idea from the start, especially when I think they mentioned it in the TWAB that they don't want crafted regular weapons to outclass the adept weapons because it just defeats the purpose. Yeah, that's very odd. I do think part of why they're doing it is because they want to drum up more interest in Deepstone because it is an older raid. As you finish your thought, I want to jump on that. uh, Interest in Deepstone. And I know... I know time-wise, technically, it's not, it's still a relatively new raid, but in the game sense, trying to get an LFG together for that raid when it's not the weekly rotation is damn near impossible. So I think they're trying to put more interest, and Sticky uh, touched on the fact that he thinks that they might be doing that because we're going to be going back to Europa next season. So, um, which... I mean, if that's what it is, that's a weird not, avenue to take. To I mean, not, not really, because we just hit the, we, we just dug Aramis out of the ice. So next season, because there's already a lot of hints that next season is going to be Rasputin getting an exo body. So like that 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 makes a lot makes of sense. sense. We're but, going back to Deepstone Crypt. Yeah, and there actually can be meshes inside. Yeah, but why why with weapons? I don't know. It, 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 like it just it, it's weird. Though I will say, what well, well, it was funny, like the whole the whole ride to work yesterday. After I read the TWAB, I was straight up like, "What did we start with last Wish and Garden?" And then, like, I got to work and I like clocked in and it clicked because Last Wish and Garden don't have kiosks; they don't have a way at the end of the raid to buy guns. So that makes me wonder if we get through Deepstone and Vog. I don't think it we- would be hard to add a kiosk to last wish considering what the last right is of and last like for wish. garden specifically you can just put it in front of the darkness statue of db so it's like um my biggest thing with those though is well for specifically last wish because at least you can say garden has a loot table last wish's problem is that that whole every encounter is a grab bag of loot it's not like with garden and deep stone and and the rest of them when they have a specific loot table of what drops from what encounter so last wish is going to be just a, a cluster of just mindless guns that could drop from any encounter it could be the any only, like, resident weapon able in in last wish is the like the adept One no, no 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 it's the the curated guns yeah the curated weapons yeah so it just it worked i feel like it will and we will probably see weapon crafting come to vault of glass before we even touch last wish in, in, in garden but at the same time i really don't want freaking weapon crafting to come to vault of glass because do you know how many people are going to be so upset that their found verdict time lost is nothing compared to a freaking found verdict crafted like that's going to cause so much anarchy in the bungee community so i just ugh, i'm concerned also, I think with them bringing these really late crafted changes to these raids, you're setting the precedent for future players that they don't have to grind when things first come out. They'll right. just wait. Yeah. I I wouldn't bust my ass grinding for I don't care how good a weapon, how meta a weapon is after something comes out. 
if I know that all of my work is going to be for nothing because you're just going to add weapon crafting in a couple of seasons, fuck it. Yeah, they got a point. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, like, we're not going to be pessimistic about this. It's like, because don't get me wrong, I, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being Deepstone day one. Hell, we we took all of our raid leaders last night through Deepstone because we wanted to be prepared to help teach people Deepstone because A, it's one of my favorite raids of all time. And B, it's up there for me. And it's like, but but also, if the Bungie's going to implement this, we are going to be on like the, the tail of it, being able to teach people how to do this and have them be a part of the clan and be able to like to know how to get through this every week because like Deepstone is that good of a raid and we know the loot table by heart, we know the encounters by heart. We want to make sure everyone can get through it as smooth as possible. If we're especially because they even said, hey, even on the weeks when it's not the weekly rotation raid. You can still go get your deep side weapon, which that's cool. That I like. You still have one chance for your deep side weapon to drop per encounter, and then one guaranteed at the end of the kiosk. That's still cool to me. So now, granted, I bet like any amount of money come uh, when it is the weekly rotation. You about to see LFGs at the wazoo going fucking five Thundercrash Titans on a tracks. Just going smack, 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 because people are going to want to farm the uh, succession for red borders like crazy. <laughs> so now, be fun. I will say this: listen, if that's what I have to do to finally get the sniper, I'll the do new it. Perk pools, I'm excited for because they did say that incandescent is coming to the trustee, and I'm sitting here like, you're giving me another scout rifle with incandescent. I'm so Y'all are crazy. I'm here for it. Nice. And what's, what's even nice is like uh, trustee not only gets reconstruction, but it also is a rapid fire frame. So you're sitting here just like doink, 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 doink. like just catching on fire. That's gonna be nuts. So that'll be interesting. Um, so you know, then, we, we, I know people aren't like big on vault shot, but if you if you haven't tried it, go try it's, it. It's okay. Like I think my issue. What do you mean? So much fun. So my issue with Volt Shot is compared to Incandescent, where it just procs when you kill something, you have to kill something and reload your gun. So imagine me with something like like trusty, like like say for instance, like posterity, if it has reconstruction on it, and I have to have and I have Volt Shot, I, I have to empty the whole clip and also worry about more bullets coming into it because of reconstruction. Be able to reload it after a kill to get the vault shot. So it it, it, it very much worries me from the perspective of, of a deep of a deep so weapon, but also just from a normal step of weapon. Like it, I have to like drain the whole clip and reload just to proc that perk. Why? No, you have well, to. It's just one kill. As long as you get one kill, you do it and you just reload the pro. I was using. I've been using it on the Brigands Law. Uh, Sidearm, and I've just been enjoying it on that gun. So I'm excited. To it's, it's, it's weird. It's like, a perk I think, I'm excited to see more of. Now, what I want them to do is make it so there's a volatile round perk, but that actually just exists, and it, it is only I, something you can access from a uh, aspect or a fragment. I want that to be a thing. But yeah, like give us yeah. like repulsor brace is a cool perk, but I find it's hard to activate. Yeah, that was a little weird. Um, I will say that, uh, like overall, th- this is us saying we are a little annoyed that Bungie is just kind of like proceeding with more crafting and raids, but we respect them trying to drum up more more interest, and we respect that they're breathing new life into stuff. 
and best believe we're gonna go in there and do it, but we're not really happy about it. Like that that's kind of the vibe I think we're all kind I'm, of in I'm, consensus. I'm, I'm okay. Like Yeah, I have to agree with that. Like yeah. I like it, but it's like your take they're oh, they're also adding an origin trait to all the DV stone weapons. We don't know what it's gonna be yet. But we know it's getting a D- we know it's gonna have a origin trait, so we know next season one of the mods is gonna be for that origin trait and the origin. It's called Braid Heritage, which that alone, the fact that they're ma- like that they're making a new origin trait for the weapons, they didn't say only for the weapons, which has me thinking if Braid Heritage is on these guns, if it's a Braid themed season because of Rasputin and uh and Anna. Do we get more guns with with brain heritage? Oh no! I, would, I think it. I, I, I think it'd that. be like the King Swall weapons, where it's like it had that is the deep stone. That is that perk. Lame. So there's gonna be a different. There's gonna be a different origin trait for the weapons next for the seasonal. Weapon. I wonder what it's gonna do. Like, it's gonna be interesting. Totally off. Totally off uh, off of our agenda that we said we were going to talk about. If next season is going to be a Bray season, I wonder if they're going to do something with Clovis instead of just letting his giant head collect dust. Uh, I wonder if we have to go get missions from his giant head. Wait, 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 wait. Oh my god, oh. that'll take forever. Here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so say it's a... We have to get Respute in a new exo body. Who knows how to make those exo bodies so well? Clovis Bray. So we would then have to go, and there's parts right, everywhere. But we don't know how to put it together. We might have Elsie and Anna be able to figure it out, but we have the head of Clovis there, like not actual Clovis, but like his AI. That as actually that's it's Clovis, but not actually Clovis because right. Banshee. I I mean we technically yeah, Fuck but Banshee. It's, Banshee don't know where Banshee only know how to try and fix Telesto. <laughs> I know, and Banshee's memory is degraded from being reset right. so many times. I'm just saying. So what I'm, like, what I'm saying is, is like, just reset him again. That's what's gonna happen if we reset him again. <laughs> the old battle of his life. Um. So you know, I'm excited for next season. I think like if if we're confirmed that that'll be really fun. If it is, we would probably have to go talk to Clovis Bray to learn how to make an EXO because he's the only one. Who like truly knows how to make exos? Also, interesting way to include him in. I have a really interesting question though uh, for the for the for the design team of these of these new perk pools. Who uh, like DMG said in the in the twab that he's excited for Heritage to have reconstruction focus fury. How is focus fury ever gonna proc if you keep getting more bullets in the clip? <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but it, that's whatever. Um, but so moving on from there, we I do want to touch on real quick for, for Stadia players. Stadia players, I understand your heartbreak. I understand that Google has has ruined your gaming experience. Shout out to the man who put over like 30,000 hours or something like that into Red Dead Redemption 2 and literally had to like cry on like social media for like days and days for uh rockstar to help him port his stuff over to a different system 
So like, shout out to him. I'd be upset too. Like, 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 because he didn't want to lose all his progress. I respect that. But like, man went on a freaking like like mission to get his help. But, yeah, no, that that's respectable. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Shout out to that man. Like he he, he worked his butt off of that. Uh, but what 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 Bungie is saying right now? They're like with uh, Google's recent announcement of Stadia being shut down soon. We're trying to get you a workaround. So at this time. All players who, who have their main characters on Stadia should set up cross saves with another platform right now so they don't lose their characters on January 18th. Stadia players who enable cross save will be able to use their characters on a linked uh, platforms after Stadia shuts down. But if you don't set up cross save on before January 18th, you are going to lose characters, items, emblems. Bungie.net accounts, Eververse purchases, ev- access to your season passes, everything is going to be gone if you do not like like, like uh, activate cross save on like, your Stadia stuff now. It's going to suck if you don't do it. So make sure that you do that. that and then that after January 18th, players with Stadia that has uh, that active sh- uh, should never deactivate cross save. For any reason, or you'll lose everything. So they're try- they're legit trying to help you by saying this. Don't lose your shit. Right. That and if you enable crossplay, there's like a there's like a wait period of three months to reactivate it again. So really, yeah, just don't, don't do it. Don't shoot. Don't do it. The butt. Just, just like leave activate it, leave it alone, and never touch it again. That's all you gotta do. Yep. So like that's all there is to it. Don't lose your shit. Um, and then there's the Bungie Bounties announcement. And Priz so, wanted to touch on that. Priz, go for it. Oh, I don't have to be the person to talk about it. Oh, I, I thought just, you wanted to be the one I to haven't talk. seen oh, this. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, so... Hold on. I can do it. I'm stuck in my hoodie. You're stuck you in your hoodie? What? <laughs> Trapping. I'm wearing my splicer hoodie, and you can take the sleeves off. But I don't know if you guys have ever touched what a zipper feels like before you sew it into something. But it's 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 got a texture to it, the the hard material it's connected to, and that's rubbing up against the inside of my Ooh. arm, on my one arm. So I'm like, I pulled my arm in, but then I couldn't get it back out. I was stuck. So <laughs> hold on, let me open the twab back up. I closed it because I didn't think I was gonna have to. Sorry. Keep it open. Very <laughs> okay, fine. Since, you know, I ran, read the TWAB this morning while I was waiting for somebody to get out of bed. Hey. Rude. <laughs> what? I'm just, I'm just saying I should be asleep right hey, now. Hey, we, we, we wanted you to be on the show. We made it happen, Dank Flabbit. Dank What? Computer, please. I don't know what your deal is. Just do what I'm asking you to do. Well, while Chris catches up... um. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, wait. I'm almost there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, don't read it verbatim. Just like fine. go over it and like what the past stuff about it. Like talk about talk about talk, talk about bungee bounties. Oh, uh, bungee bounties are are historically have been a way to earn yourself a shiny emblem, a shiny new exclusive emblem um, by matching up either with or against people from Bungie who historically it's been crucible. You either match up with them and help them beat the other team, or you match up against them and beat them into the dirt. And it gets you an exclusive emblem that says, hey, I went 
either with or head to head against bungee people, like people that work for the company. And, you know, yay, we did the thing. So they said that they're bringing them, they're bringing back the bungee bounty that ha hasn't been around for a while and they're changing it up. So, um, starting November 1st, they'll be hosting bungee bounties across multiple game modes. They're opening it up to crucible strikes, Gambit and seasonal and hot and lost sectors for some reason. Per the... I think it's just because of the time frame, like when they're deciding to do it. But when they say seasonal content, I wonder if that means they're also going to open it up to like catch crash. Um, yeah, catch crash is on the schedule as well. Um. So yeah, you're, there are some rules, and um, if you look at the TWAB, they have the schedules for who, like what screen names to be looking for, and what platform and what activity they'll be in. Um, and it looks like Tuesday, November 1st, Wednesday, November 2nd, uh, Thursday, November 3rd are the three days back-to-back. -back. And I mean, this it's pretty cool. starting at 5 a.m. Pacific time to 7 p.m., so you have all day to try to team up either with or against these people. Um, there also are rules. Um, if you're on the same team, you want to help them win. If you're against them, you want to try to beat them. Um, and if it's a PVE activity, you have to complete the activity to be eligible for the emblem. Um, quitting activities during these bounty timeframes can result in disqualification and leaving too many matches will result in suspension. For so activities. their thought process is dopey quit matches just to try to find a bungee bounty. Yeah, it's it's basically the same reason they put other things in place. It's just like, don't fuck over the community because you've got a hard on to try to get this exclusive emblem. Now, I will say there was a little bit of a stir about this, specifically from the PvP side of it, where people were going, well, how are we going to match with a, a bungee bounty in PvP if skill-based matchmaking is a thing? And I'm like, First of all, they thought of that. It's called they gave you other avenues to match with a bungee bounty. But also, to all the people who are on Twitter the past couple weeks who are saying they're legit like refunding their, their Lightfall pre-orders because they're not happy that Bungie isn't talking about PvP, can y'all shut up? <laughs> like, for real? It very much feels like y'all just want to be mad that Bungie's main focus isn't PvP right this second when they legit are like, hey, we're trying new game modes. We're, we're slowly getting you more maps. We gave you a new map. Granted, the map was built for uh, Rift, which is kind of annoying, but at least they did that. They're trying to give you more. They gave you back uh, freaking Court of Oryx. They're trying to do other things, but it takes development time. And granted, was I happy with the way DMG talked about the Arbalist thing? No. But was it at least communication and transparency? Yes. They're trying their best. And I even had some dude in my comments on TikTok the other day who was like, oh, ever since Bungie went to, went to, went to, uh, like, went, went to Sony, they sold out. They don't care about their community anymore. I'm like, are you out of your mind? These, they're constantly like, like caring about their community, constantly shining things out. Like they care about the community as much as they can. They're communicating as much as they can from a a development standpoint. They can't go, hey, here's how the whole game works, and just tell you everything. They're being as transparent as like more than any other game company I can think of on the top of my head. 
They are being at the most transparent possible. You don't see the Call of Duty developers talking to y'all like this. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> say you weren't here for Activision without saying you weren't here for right. Activision. Like, like that. Those days were dark, <laughs> dog. Like, and they even admitted, like, hey, some of these swaps are gonna be lighter. Some of these swaps are gonna be like, like, like a longer. And we didn't even talked about how like we want more communication. We want more things to go on. There was even one dude in my comments who was like, well, it doesn't matter if they're being harassed and given death threats. They should still communicate. I'm like, what? Oh, are you in your damn mind? <laughs> Like, do, do you not understand how abusive relationships right. work? Like, like no. the more y'all keep like, like, like the more y'all keep giving them bad, like, like experiences and bad things, they don't have to communicate with us on Twitter. It's a blessing if they do. Like, we like that whole Twilight Garrison stuff still resonates with me. Where y'all were out of out of pocket, there was people mad about the freaking um, like, like, like the skill based matchmaking still that are getting mad at them. But it's like, bro, I get it. You do you want to like, and I I will I will say this on the record because True Vanguard made a very good point in regards to the skill based matchmaking issue, where he said, "Yo, sometimes I just like I know I'm a high level player, I know I have a high KD, but sometimes I just want to try out a new gun and not have to worry about getting my dick kicked in just because my KD is super high." Which that's a fair statement, especially for control. I can get behind that, but my counter to that is. If you don't want skill based matchmaking in control, it's going in trials and comp. I don't. I don't care. Yeah. Like, like that's yeah. my that's my compromise. Oh no! Like, 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 like elimination. You don't need to have that. If right. you want to play like glory in trials, and I there should be skill based matchmaking. I even say Iron Banner. Like illegitimate. Like, like this whole idea of. Like people don't like like, like don't want, like, like want to have free reign to go after any player and do whatever they want. That's gotta stop. Like y'all gotta stop that mentality. Like now, granted, do I think the people who are in like True Vanguard and other people's comments going, "Oh, you just want to pub stop"? Like that, that's just childish. No. We're saying I that's what their energy. Have fun, right? Like I will. Like I will admit, like, I was. I'm willing to compromise with True Vanguard and other people in regards to control because it does. It does kind of feel fucked up, especially when you just want to get your like your uh your pinnacle done and just want to come in and get three matches done. Like even what was it like? Me and uh Priz uh, the, the night went into elimination and we're, we're trying. To, we're trying to get the, uh, their pinnacles done, and I, we were fighting for our lives. Like it was a freaking bloodbath. That, that, that the other night you were you just wanted to go mess around with a loadout you made, and I was like, all right. I had PVE mods on, and I was wrecking people with PVE. Right, mods. it's like 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 so, like sometimes you get like the, the sweatiest shit, and sometimes you get the, the, the craziest shit. So like, it's just y'all gotta stop complaining about this stuff. And, and like, there was there was somebody I don't even know who who was like, we should just remove like uh, card matchmaking and skill based matchmaking across the board from trials. And I'm like. No, because they were saying, uh, go put it back to how it was, um, the last, like the first week of trials, the season where it was just bugged and there was no matchmaking whatsoever. So you had like, like people who were dog water versus top tier players and people who were mid range fighting top tier or like every across the board, you can match with anybody. That's chaos. That's despicable. That no, that's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. Like no bungee dev is gonna sign off on that. That shit happened by accident. That's the only reason why that shit went through. So yeah, stop. Like, that. It was like, oh, if you get pub stomp, you get pub stomp. And I'm like, if I'm on trials, 
I get pub stomped anyway. I don't want that happening. I don't want that to happen anyway for anybody. Else. Right. Like, there's no reason why, especially for new players. Like, I like I will like like there there should be no reason why a new player that that's fresh out the grave finishes the stupid uh, tutorial thing with Shao Han and then Shaq goes, "Hey Guardian, you need to go play some Crucible," and then immediately goes in, kill, 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 immediate death every five seconds. Like what? Like there there's there's no I, reason for that. If I go into a game mode and I'm just continuously farmed and feel like cannon fodder, I'm just not going to play yeah, it. Yeah, no, that, that's not anyway. a vibe. <laughs> Which is why I have avoided Crucible for the past couple of seasons and lost any skill I might have had. It's just not a fun vibe. It's so it's like, vibe. no, it's not. Especially in especially in control. When I go into control and it feels like an Arizona summer with how fucking sweaty it is, <laughs> I'm yeah, good. Not- <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather go suffer. I'd rather go suffer and rumble. Yeah, honestly. Ready to rumble. So it's like that's what we mean in regards to that. So it's just please not. So not only for like like just in that, if you're really gonna cancel your pre-order because you don't think Bungie cares about you as a player, I'm sorry. Okay, bye. Like you, like who can't? Like I'm sorry, I can't help. Have a great time. Like legitimately, but in general, like, like Destiny's not a PvP game. This is not Fortnite. It's not Apex. It's not any of that fucking shit. Destiny has a story to tell. That's what the game is for. Like, like they're gonna have PvP exist as a part of it, and they've gone through the effort of revamping trials, revamping Iron Banner. Like they, you know, against my better wishes, they're adding more game modes to Iron Banner and trying to make it more fundamental. Which I think there should be more than two Iron Banners per season, but that's just me. But I, and they need to reintroduce light, light enabled shit or light enabled shit to Iron Banner, but that's just me as well. But like. In general, like they've done a lot for PvP, and y'all are like, "But where's all of our maps? We lost twelve maps with Beyond Light." Shut up, bro! Like, yeah, because yeah, the, does endless mail get repetitive? Yes, but I would like them to introduce more maps to PvP. Right, like, like because we've even talked about how them having to port stuff over from like, like before Beyond Light to the new system can be time consuming. Like and granted, with the new Sony money, they're probably working on that. They've said we're going to get more maps, we're going to get more maps back and, and forth. But the development stuff takes time. Like, Let them have time. The fruits of the effort that they did with from the Sony money until at least I'd say this time next year. Probably like, like the the season we're in now. Uh, that the that like intermediate season between the final season season before the final shape and the season after lightfall like we're not going to see that money until about then right like time and all that we're the final shape i'm excited for and you guys should be too because the amount of stuff we could get with this like and plus overall there's other things we could be bitching about when it comes to when it comes to Bungie's lack of focus armless in in in, uh lawrence the fact that zer for the third week in a row is selling dog water shit like they're not even looking at what zer's selling they're just like yeah that works letting it go out the door like like right now legitimately my reset was a half hour ago i I just looked at zer on my phone while we were talking and zer's selling he ain't like he's got a good a good DMT, 
and that's it. Like, if you need feedback fences and getaway artists and uh, Athra's Embrace, cool, but that's it. Not, not Athra's Embrace, Kefri Stick. If you need Kefri, Kefri Stick, cool, which Kefri Stick's kind of hot right now in, PV, in PvP, but but like that, I, I, otherwise, like whatever. Kefri Sting, and I kind of just. Because Kefri Sting randomly went from like out of left field. Everyone just said, that's stupid. We don't want that. And now everyone's like, no, we want it. It's super good wall hacks. And I'm like, y'all legitimately didn't give a fuck about this thing. Like, this is what I mean when it comes to the budget. The, 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 the Destiny community is so like fickle, like fickle about things because they will go from literally saying this exotic means nothing. And then nothing will change about it at all. And then they'll go, I like this. I, this is top tier. I think this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And it's just like, what? Sliced bread? That's pretty good. Oh my God. <laughs> but like, that's what happened with Lord of Wolves, where Lord of Wolves literally had, like, they got nerfed three times. Nothing was happening with it. And then randomly, a couple of people picked it up one weekend. They're like, I hate Lord of Wolves. I want Lord of Wolves nerfed into the ground. And it's like, bro, what? Uh, so uh, nah, that's all that is. But you know, you know, uh, you know what should be picked up and buffed. What did you say, Darcy? I swear to God, Borealis. God damn, that's just as bad. Oh um, but uh, Prince, you heard about more? our Lord and Savior Borealis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Prince, what's your closing statement for this hang episode? On, hang on, no, no, no. Oh wait, I got, no. I got a few listener questions. I want. Oh, we have listener questions. Okay, cool. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I I put one in the in the chat that I stole from. Yeah, that was the first uh, one I was going to go to. It's from right, gonna... uh, Sticks and Jones, main okay. man Sticks and Jones. What feature that is currently not in Destiny but is in other games that are also a first person shooter that you would that would be a huge quality of life change for current and new players, or is the feature you think should be, exist but currently doesn't? Um, huh, Riz, okay. would you like to go first? Yes, uh, I would like more customization when it comes to how my guardian looks, <laughs> for one. Um, because, well, so my answer that I put down so I didn't forget was give me more customization, make silver earnable, i.e. Warframe and their plat earning system. So the amount of customization in Warframe for a game that is free and absolutely gorgeous, um, the amount of customization in that game is insane. Just absolutely insane. You can customize damn near everything um, from the way that your operator looks to, sorry, spoilers, the way your operator looks to the frame that you're using, your different attachments and Cyandana and Ephemera. There's all these different things you can customize. Also, they have premium currency like silver and it's called platinum, but you don't have to spend money on it. You can go in and do really grindy activities to to earn prime frame parts that you can then sell on the marketplace to other players for platinum. So you can earn their premium currency without actually having to buy it if you're willing to put in the time. Which I guess would also involve bringing a trading system into Destiny, but mm. like, give us the why? Why after all these fucking years will you not let us change our faces? <laughs> like, we are immortal beings. <laughs> like, you can't tell me no guardian has been like, I'm gonna go buy some fucking hair dye <laughs> and like change my like, shit up. Like, I'm tired. I've looked this I way for hundreds of years. Like I'm fucking six, done. Please. Yeah, like I created some, like I ported my characters over from day one, and I was in a different mindset at that time. 
So I would like to change the way my face. I don't know. Mine, mine's iconic. <laughs> I, I like my black and white uh, XO because, like, I'm BB the Panda. I, I enjoy my black and white XO with pink eyes. So, like, that's just me. But um, I see. My thing is, when it comes to other FPSs, I'm pretty content from that perspective. I, I st- when it comes to things that I just want in the game, I will stick by my statement that we need to be able to go back and play old seasonal content, at least in a mission based structure. Because yo. Say what you want about uh, the way people are farming the uh, spectral pages right now with the investigation mission, um, or just the, the ability each week to the, the, for there to be a and it was Shadowkeep a little bit, but Shadowkeep wasn't really refined as much. But now with Witch Queen, they're like, hey, you can replay a a, a story mission once a week on a harder difficulty for a big time loop <clears throat> and that's cool to me so and also just you know what like i i just really want the ability for newer players to just have a, a better experience with the lore and not like unless bungie is gonna legit put advertisements for my name is vife in the damn game y'all need to do a better job for explaining <laughs> your lore besides that little thing up in the hot corner because no one's gonna care about that no one wants to read that that like like, like like do you really really like just from a communication major standpoint you realize the attention span of your player base they don't want to read that you, you if you unless you're like, like i said unless you're gonna put as or my name is my finger day video game you need to legitimately do a better job of going back and, and tell because i bet you a hundred dollars the same thing that happened with Callus last season, or like, because at least with Aramis this season, you, people have beyond light tangible they could go play if they wanted to. But when it comes to like uh, Anna Bray and uh, Rasputin uh, next season, the only reference to Rasputin anybody has in the game right now is the Fallen Saber Strike, and that's from D one. So here in a minute, and like the only way people have an idea of who Anna Bray is is because of the couple like post-game things with Elsie and Anna and Beyond Light. So, no one's going to have any context for who these people are. No one's going to have any idea of what's going on. And it's just going to be like, what do we tell people? Oh, go watch My Name is Bife. Or go, like, it's going to be the same thing over and over again. So, I I literally just want better ways for people to access older content or have a better way to explain it. Like, it don't even gotta be what Kingdom Hearts did with, with their collection collection edition and give people just cutscene upon cutscene and like have a narrator over it. Just give me a better way to access that old content. And if it's an issue of the rights with Activision, okay, whatever, fuck it. But like, just do something that isn't just tell people to go watch Bife. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. On that same vein of thought, you also have all these people that did the season of the nightmare or whatever last last season that when they went into callus's throne room and went down the elevator and went through the hall with all the robots they have no idea exactly. how much that made it pants the first time we saw that like they they don't feel the weight of what those scenes actually are they don't they have no idea what the hell's going on and it sucks because like i remember the first time i remember watch i remember watching mnf's video about the day one Leviathan experience and watching people go through that elevator for the first time after beating Callus. And just the, 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 the awe on their face is so just breathtaking on that level. So it just, you yeah, know, that's, that's wild to me. I don't get it. 
just feeling your heart drop out through your asshole because you're like, we just fought this robot. Why are there more robots? Right. Who is this going? man? So it's just, it's, it, yeah. I just, I really need new <laughs> players to have better avenues to understand what the hell is going on. That's all I'm asking. Uh, Toll, what you got? So I think really it's a feature that's not in the game currently. I mean, it kind of is, but we, I've been talking about this for a while. We need a kiosk that sells mods. Now, here is my idea for it. So, say you have to pay, like, legendary shards, glimmer, and enhancement cores for a mod. Right, but you're just, like, just, I just don't... Just bring back mod components. Mod components weren't that bad. Just bring Give back mod out, components. Panda. Give me out. I know mod components weren't that bad, but with Bun- the way Bungie wants the economy to run, we're going to run it in Bungie's economy system. So that there's nothing new, and it's just stuff we have. But now you're like, but I don't have a lot of that. Okay. Ada will be sell- doing her usual thing of selling four mods for a cheap price. So, like, keep, keep the kiosk that has everything, but then have a cheaper roulette wheel still attached to it, is what you're saying. Exactly. That makes so sense. You can go get the mods you want for expensive, and then you can wait around for the mods that you don't really want for cheap. That way, Ada still has something to do, but also there's this kiosk over here that you can say pay 250 legendary shards, 5 to 10 enhancement cores, and some glimmer, and boom. You now have protective light. That'd be pretty cool. I can get behind that. Okay. Uh, or you can you can save your currency and go slot yourself out to Rahul <laughs> and buy the glimmer or whatever that you need. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's so, pretty neat. God damn it! <laughs> All right. Uh, so, was there any other uh, listener questions? Uh, we got a few more from Sticks and Jones. If you want, oh, wait, no, we got one from Fuika. Uh, okay, what, what, from Deepstone are a must in what role? Mainly for okay, okay. minor. Perfect. In Love minor, that. Mainly in PvE. Oh, he. They said uh, mainly in PvE. Okay, so bearing any buffs to, to machine guns overall, because machine guns still need a buff overall to make them worth it at high end PvE. PvE. Commemoration's worth Commemoration. it. Commemoration. Not only. Uh, okay, told. Go ahead. Sorry, that is like. Wh- after I got a roll of commemoration and I asked Panda, hey, is this good? And he's like, yeah, keep that. Ever since then, I have used this gun with uh, Rampage Reconstruction. So now I'm get- it's a like 56 in the mag. So the thing overflows to 112. Plus I have a backup mag on it giving me 12 extra rounds. So I'm sitting like 124 rounds in my magazine. And now every kill I get, I ramp up my damage. Yep. So I throw that thing on when I'm in to- specifically. I like to use it in totems on Kingsfall because I can literally wreck a knight or a minotaur super easily. Kill a thrall, and now have that little damage boost. I can just fling bullets. Now I got another damage boost, and I yeah. kill another knight. And so it just it keeps going, and then it doesn't was- stop. And what's really cool about it is if you get Reconstruction Rampage or even Reconstruction Eye of the Storm or Reconstruction Dragonfly, you have this really good machine gun that almost pound for pound is the newer version of Hammerhead from the like Black Armory, where it's uh-huh. built to just be your versatile machine gun that can do everything. So if they would put machine guns in a place where they can compete with 
Lindy Ears and Rocket Launchers in high end PVE. You like because don't get me wrong, I had a lot of respect for Bungie going, Hey, we're gonna this is where making Thunderlord have uh overload, we're gonna make overload machine gun. No one's taking overload machine gun into high end grandmasters this season because they don't do enough damage to make it worth it. It's so, not enough damage, it's just the way you have to proc it, it's so weird. It's not like, oh, you shoot. It's not like Overload SMG and Overload AR last season, where it was like you shoot for a bit and then it procs. It's kind of like, it's kind of like that, but then it just doesn't work the same. Right. So it's, it's just very odd. But in general, it's it just like is what we're trying they, to say. Yeah, they really need to make it so machine guns are worth it. And then I would say commemoration all day, every day. Succession. Oh, I still say it all day, every day, anyway, because it's it's a bet. Out of all like the legendary machine guns in the game, I think it's the second best. That's fair. Um, I will say the next gun you want to you definitely want to chase is going to be uh, Succession because not everyone likes sniper rifles in PVE, but, but that gun has like a good scope. Not like has a great scope. It when it has Vorpal weapon or reconstruction, it can one shot oracles and vaults of glass. It can be a great tool for just mapping things if you're hiding behind a corner in solo content. It can be very useful to you. So just keep. I would I would chase a reconstruction Vorpal or a reconstruction recombination roll. Heritage is a really good shotgun, not only from a PvP standpoint. But a PvP from a PvP standpoint, but also a PvE standpoint, because um, it has a really good, a couple of good uh, PvP rules. But also, back when there was a slug shot of Anarchy meta for bosses, you would see reconstruction recombination for the shotgun, and then your backup would be like an auto loading Vorpal first and last out. So you'd be sitting here just constantly having bullets in your magazine as you're swapping back and forth. And it was a really cool thing to do. Or you'll even see me now with my reconstruction recombination of heritage in Garden of Salvation because slug shotguns can one shot the eyes during third encounter of Garden of Salvation. So it's a really good shotgun for both PVE and PVP. It's definitely worth looking out for, especially for PVP. You have the ability to get like slide shot snapshot sites. So it can be really good for just acquiring a target and just popping your shot and then sliding to get another bullet in the clip. Um, Chris, is there any of the deep weapons that you recommend for the good folk? Uh, I really like my heritage. Um, I really like my scout that I have. The trusty. Um, yeah, I like the trusty that I have. I can't speak to succession because I've been cock blocked from getting it <laughs> so far. I just have not gotten a good roll of su- succession at all. It took me five hundred spoils. Damn it. So now I'm just sitting here like I'm just gonna wait till I can craft one. It's it's the new glaive for me. Like I have to wait for RNG. I got Eyes of Tomorrow and Collective Obligation before I am gonna get that sniper rifle and before I got the glaive, which is stupid. Um I Sticks actually did ask another question that just piqued my gave me a thought. I know we're very anti-crafting raid weapons, but they asked what weapons that are not currently craftable but should be. Um, I know that we've talked in the past about people kind of stomping their feet about having to do raids to earn spoils to get things from old raids from the um, kiosk. 
if they want to continue down this line of making raid weapons craftable, they could, in theory, bring back weapons from past seasons or weapons that are no longer attainable from past raids, except for through the kiosk, and make them some stupid currency grind and give them the ability to craft them. Not with necessarily special enhanced perks or anything, but like give people that don't raid either don't have a group or don't feel comfortable or whatever give them a different avenue to be able to get say like anarchy or taraba or you know the always on time le- yeah no <laughs> i mean yes but no that's not the point at all but i'm just I saying know like want it but don't play do raids I, I'm only thinking from like a because the question specifically was about weapons, mm-hmm. but um, just like yeah, I mean if you're not gonna bring back those raids or you are, but it's not gonna be till the distant future. I mean that would be a way to give us back potentially sunset weapons, right? And it's like I kill for some of the like older weapons. Like I know so many people would kill for a midnight coup right now. It'd be nice. Oh yeah, probably. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. you could bring back menagerie weapons. You could bring back, you know, the special raid weapons, anarchy, Terraba. Um, Give me my black armory weapons. For the love of God, please, and, please. And you could even possibly tie in being able to get the ornaments for those raid armors. Right, like armor like, pe- like people still want the freaking Callus. Like, there's so many shaders from the Callus era that people just can't get anymore because they weren't considered part of the year one bundle. Hey, Bungie, can we get a year two bundle, please? Like, I would love that. I would love all those Callus shaders that no one can access anymore. Or like the Black Army, I mean, like the Black Army one that no one can access anymore. That'd be great, Bungie, please. So the the difference between those, though, that you have to keep in mind is the Callus ones were specifically from the raids. The Forge ones you had to get specifically from getting weapons that had the shader already on them, and you had to dismantle it and hope that you actually got the shader. Right, but, like, right now you have the issue of, like, specifically the, the, the Forge ones. You can legitimately, like, whatever Xur has the armor... You could just grab it, but I'm saying I'm saying just overall, there's a lot of the shaders that just are not unobtainable because they refuse to just put them accessible. Like they're they're over here saying, "Hey, we're we're gonna like make things make glimmer more worth it and have glimmer be more like a currency than it is." How about give us a shader kiosk? How about that? That's a feature I would love. You know what a you shader could do? Kiosk. You know what you could do? Back in D1, they had a shader shop, and you want to know who ran the shader shop? Grandma Ava. Grandma Ava. Bring back her shader shop. Gave her something more to do than shove her hair back in the closet at the end of the holiday. Like, go go send us back up to the tower. Make us go see our old friend Trevor. We'll go get her. Trevor! Trevor, oh god. Oh no, me and Trevor have. You're gonna meet Trevor. Who's Trevor? You'll see. Me and Trevor have a bad history. Good old Trevor. Oh God! Uh, all right, folks. Uh, we, we're uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show. Uh, Chris, what is your closing statement for, the, for these beautiful human beings? Um, I don't really have one. Come join me on TikTok. <laughs> okay. Um. So, what you prismatic glitches on TikTok? Come look at my clips. Talk. Tell me about your mental health struggles. I'm building a community, apparently. <laughs> 
apparently you have been. There's no apparently. And let us. I'm almost. I'm. I'm almost at one k. I'm at. I'm over eight twenty right now, which is you almost got the one k. Let's go. That's a pretty I'm good heavy scared. fusion rifle from Last Wish. Oh I can't stand you, Toll. Shut up. <laughs> Toll, what's your closing statement? I'm here to spread the gospel of Borealis and how it's a great sniper. <sighs> it's not, though. It is. It's so bad. It's so good with the anti-barrier sniper. It's so bad. Oh. Anyway. What's up? What is your final thought, Panda? Because I just thought of a better one than self-promo. What is your final thought? <laughs> um, Give me my Black Armory weapons back, please. Honestly, but no, I can um, get behind that, too. But, but no, um, just in general, like, I, I, I feel like, I, like the, the, also, just, just for everybody, to everybody who's making all these videos, like, there's one specific, uh, like, uh, like, like girl, girl streamer who keeps making these videos going, uh, Destiny is dying. Look at the numbers on on on, uh, on uh, Steam, and you can see that we're at the lowest numbers of any season uh, since Witch Queen. And then True Vanguard's like, we're at a low count right now. Hey, kids, did you ever stop to think that we're at the mid to end point of the season? Bungie's already wrapped up the seasonal story, and people have other things to do and other games to enjoy. Have you forgotten that Bungie has openly admitted that they are okay with people going to play other video games? Now, granted, have we just sat here for a hot minute and talk about what needs to change in terms of player retention? Yes, but that doesn't negate the fact that Bungie is okay. If you've done all of your pinnacles, if you've done all of your things, if you if, if there's nothing else for you to do in the game, you don't need to make up your own fun and oob out of the map. You can legit go play something else and come back and reset, and no one will be mad at you. So stop acting like but Destiny 2 is dying when it's not. Just because a couple of <laughs> PvP sweats are canceling their pre-orders does not mean the game is dying. Thank you. Have a good night. Um, wait, 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 wait. Praise, what's your, what's, your, what's your actual closing statement? Actual closing statement. We were floating ideas about merch. We actually have stickers now. So let us know if you are interested in stickers. We're trying to figure out a price point. Yeah. They're, like, we are going to be giving away like, like, a couple stickers to uh, like one, of, one of the commenters on one of my, new, my latest videos in regards to some of the, the PvP changes. So I will be like, like announcing that on TikTok later this week. Uh, I was going to announce it today, but we had to change the time of the, of the, of the podcast, so we will be working on that. Um, but we uh, make sure that you follow us on t- Twitter and on our TikToks, and that we have linked in our link trees. Make sure that you uh, just listen, to the, look, review the show on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. That people people can find us easier. Uh, our biggest audience is Spotify. So shout out to Spotify. Uh, and just shout in general, out to everywhere else because yeah, shout out to everywhere else too. Like y'all matter too, and your Amazons and your iHeart Radios, all that great places. Like if you if you, re- if you really like listening to us on YouTube, respect to you. I, we appreciate you. But just in general, like we we appreciate the fact that y'all are like wanting us to like to keep making this show. Uh, we will be launching. We keep saying it, but we will be launching our Discord soon. We just gotta figure out a couple more channels to put up and whatnot. We will be having access to that soon. We might even make like like a Patreon at some point. I don't even know. We'll, we'll, we're, we're working on it. But uh, make sure, but we will catch you, folks. Star side. Peace out. Spread the gospel of poor Alice. Stop it. What?